Hey everyone, welcome to episode 29 of the Walking Together podcast. Today we're talking about loving God. And why are we telling people about this? Uh, there's going to be a three-part series to explain the gathering's mission statement, which is loving God, living Jesus, walking together. And that comes from Matthew 22, uh, 37, and 38. Ooh, she Anybody want to know what that says? <laughs> oh, <laughs> she got excited, bro. Nor like scripture. We have a special guest. You'll probably hear a lot of my daughter. Uh, Matthew 22, 37 through 38. Uh, before I read it, that was Michael giving the introduction. My name's Nick. I'm here with Jordan and Kyle. Yo. Yeah. <laughs> so Matthew 22, 37 through 38 says, he said to them, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the greatest and most important commandment. So that is the reason why loving God is first in our mission statement. Um, what's the difference between loving God and love God? So why do we put the ING in there? It used to be just love God. I know. I think changed. that was a mistake. It was a mistake? Hey, on my part, at least. <laughs> Bobby said it's always <laughs> been loving God, and I was like, oh. Oh. Uh, whoops. It was You've an been, attempt to make it love shorter God so everything. it would fit on a sticker or, <laughs> yeah. you know, but yeah. there, there was no, yeah. It's it's always supposed to be, have been I-N-G, but what's the, what's the difference, anybody? So, I I mean, just why Why did Bobby specifically tell you that you needed to change it? That You might be the best person because you so, straight from the straight, <laughs> We're not calling you a horse, Bobby. Does he listen? I don't know. I want to ask him. Go ahead. Anyway, um, he said specifically because it's not a demand; it's a uh, it's something that we are. Like it's a it's a um, identity statement that we uh, not just as the gathering, but also as individuals, we are going to be loving God, living Jesus, and walking together. Mm. Um, he said it's not a command that we uh, it's not a demand that we uh, impose on people. It's, and, it's and an just identity for, statement. This is a little bit of English. Uh, no. Uh, when you put I-N-G on something, that makes it active, like a verb. You're, you're doing it. It's not past or future tense. It's, it's the ongoing Continuing yeah. to do it. It's, right. You know. Um, Present participle. Ooh. I didn't mm. know that, but. You just made that up. <laughs> I, I mean, I heard that from, word, but is that in the right context? Honestly, it could be totally wrong. It sounded grammary. I like it, but that's what it's called. Then, no, you're right. It's, right. it's a it's when you put ing, it makes it uh, something that ha is happening right now and is intended to continue into the future. Well, Kyle just trumped my little bit of grammar. I know present so participle. I don't even Nick. I think he told you it could be wrong. I think continue with what you were saying. Though. Yeah. <laughs> continue speaking while I fact check, Kyle. <laughs> Uh, so loving God, so before we get into why, what's that look like, all those sort of things, you know, the, our kind of culture, if you'll call it, um, it's, it, I think because we're at the beach, uh, because we're in a transient sort of place, there's a lot of people in and out of here. And so 
I think people from the outside looking in would see it as, you know, y'all are more casual and laid back and, and almost put off this persona of you don't really care. And that's not the case at all. There's, we're intentionally vague with that mission statement for a reason. Does anybody know why? Well, when, when you read that, when you read that verse, which is what it's based off of, um, it reminds me of last week's or two weeks ago, whatever the last podcast we did, we talked about the new year's resolution and how not necessarily picking a, a, a specific like a resolution of I'm going to do this, this or this, but making God, Jesus following God, your resolution, or in this case, loving God, your resolution, um, it, it does all those things. So like a mission statement of loving God, if that's your mission statement, then it's going to incorporate a bunch of other mission statements. Like it's, it's going to, it's a loaded question. So it appears vague, but it's not, it's, it's uh it it's it's very intentional. It's funny. Um, it's non-manipulative. It's funny how yeah. God kind of works things out, orders things. Because just Wednesday, uh, we're going through the Book of Joshua on Wednesdays, and we were we were in Chapter Eight, and where they have to go back and fight AI again because uh, they had sin and they had camp. to fight computers. They they had. <laughs> I think Starlink. I think they the had to fight Starlink, bro. Pronunciation is IE, but it's just the letter a and i so everybody says AI. that was the I last that was the first time the human race had to fight the terminator <laughs> get out of here we're getting come on now uh what i was trying Sorry. to say make a long story short um going off of, of what jordan said about resolution like making god first jesus even says in matthew six thirty three, which which is part of what we talked about on wednesday was it says seek first the kingdom of god and all these things will be added to you so when you put God first and put your trust and obedience in God, He's He is more than capable to take care of you and your needs. Mm. And so when you try to put yourself first or your needs first, a lot of times is where that gets out of order. So if you're loving God, then the those things will follow. Right. And the reason we don't give you necessarily a checklist of exactly what to do is because just like the Israelites, like in Joshua chapter eight, they had to make an order after they finally beat AI. And, um, God specifically told Joshua to, to do it with uncut stones, mm-hmm. not sharpened with iron tools, because as soon as you put something, put human hands on it, our nature is to start worshiping, that thing instead of what it represents and it becomes a checklist or, or you get caught up in, in making an idol out of something that's not God. And Jesus in Matthew 22, where he says that he is just, he, it's almost like he rephrased the first commandment, but that's really, right. you know, have no other gods before me is the same thing as saying, love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, with everything. Right. And, and what I think is neat is it's actually, this, like you said, it, it, it's it got Old Testament roots, this Matthew verse, because it's the Shema, 
in Deuteronomy too. Um, you know, hear, O Israel, the Lord your God is one. You, you know, worship him with uh, all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Um, and so it's, it's not a new thing. And that's, that's actually what I think is really neat about uh, the gathering's mission statement is that it, I mean, the basis is entirely biblical, right? I mean, because that's, that's how, uh, that's exactly what God told us to do is love God. That's our very first priority. And I like that it's the gathering's first priority is loving God. Well, even Solomon, who wisest dude ever lived, right, mm-hmm. um, says there's nothing new under the sun. So, like, right. you don't have to reinvent, reinvent the wheel or you don't have to, you know, at, at the beginning of every year, everybody wants, like, this this new vision what's Mm -hmm. the vision for 2024 i don't think it's changed i mean right god gave us pretty clear directions right uh we might be intentional in different avenues than or focus on certain aspects of that from year to year but the the mission is is the same has been the same ever since you know jesus went back to heaven and until he comes back right so you don't like my word of the year What's the word of the year again? Remind me. What is it? Did you say it last podcast? No, no. Well, oh, well, no, I don't. I don't have one. I'm just. Oh, I'm picking. Oh, well, yeah. I was about to pick on you when you told me. So <laughs> I was waiting. So all these. What does uh, what does loving God look like? How do you do that? How do you love? So, according to the verse. How do you love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength? What does that require? So I think it goes back to to uh, your sermon, actually, to well, to both of y'all's sermons. Um, you know, you, you were saying uh, whenever you preached a couple of weeks ago, Jordan. You know, like it's um, just giving everything up to God, and uh, same thing. I mean, your your message fell right in line with it too. Um, it was a. Uh, you said, what does God want? And it's a broken broken and repentant heart, contrite heart, right? Um, so I think that's where it starts because whenever you have nothing and you are broken and realizing that you're broken no matter how much uh, good you try to do, um, realizing that, uh, that the only thing that you can do is offer everything that you have and are to God, and that's how we love him first and best. So part of the reason we're we're even doing this series is to try to help people understand why we do what we do and who the gathering is. Right. And because a lot of times I think people come in and it takes them a little while to figure figure that out. And um but the first the first part of that mission statement is the gathering is a worship community of passionate people who love god so right a worship community what is what is worship everybody so everybody worships something whether you realize or not Mm -hmm. and what does that mean you were talking about it right before we started recording michael i think you can answer the question i just get nervous when it comes to podcast uh no I, i think uh breaking down the word worship you know what what does it mean Worth, oh, you're asking. Worth yeah, yeah, I, was, I <laughs> thought it was a statement. Ship. Worth and ship. And it's right. like 
You did, but you were. <laughs> and I used to, so I were a worse to ship. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, I think uh, I think back to does it root from worth ship? Is that like actually what it, or is that yes. something that just somebody made up? <laughs> because it sounded. I mean, no, Nick might have made it. No. the root. The root of that is worth. Right? So, what you put yeah. your worth in? Mm-hmm. Right? Worth. And, Why don't they call it worth ship? That'd be difficult. I think it's Sounds easier weird. to say. I'm yeah. sure. I'm sure. Over time, <laughs> people tried to say it, and then over time, they just lost the th. Worth. Worth. Worth <laughs> that is hard. That I. I gotta admit. Now yeah. that I'm trying it. Well, my mind automatically goes to the uh, to the scripture. I, I don't know the verse, but where where your uh, treasure is, there your heart is also. Mm. And uh, you know what what is our um, what is our treasure in this life? You know, if if you're a influencer, it might be fame, or if you're an athlete, it might be a ring or something like that. And us as Christians, us as a worship community, um, you know. Loving God is our is our first priority priority, and we do that through uh, worship. And uh, worship is uh, a bunch of different things. Uh, you know, it's not just music. Uh, I think it's uh, worship is music, prayer, um, and gathering. It's the expression of your life. Mm-hmm. Yes. So it, some people do it in dance form. It's your work. Mm-hmm. It could be dance. Yeah. It could, you know, it, it's not just the first three songs on Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. So now, now that we're kind of into explaining what is worship. Could golfing be worship? Yeah. It's the posture of your heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so if my intention is to go to the golf course to maybe ride with somebody because they pair you in fours, and if you don't have four, they normally pair somebody with you. So if you go by yourself, a lot of times you can get paired up with three people you don't even know. Yeah, that would yeah. be fun. So or bad. The intention could be like I'm gonna spend four hours with riding with somebody I don't even know, and and I'm gonna try to the expression of how I play and how my attitude is is going to be a representation of God, hopefully, so that somebody, so that it starts a conversation or somebody asks a question or why don't you cuss every time you hit the ball in the woods or whatever. <laughs> so, yeah, golf can be, you know, it, but it's your heart posture, just like. Well, that would be, that would be a, result, a result of it. The, the, the golfing becomes the worship when you, when you do what you were talking about, when you go and you do the thing, and because you allow worship to, uh, to seep into every aspect of your life, when you're playing golf, you know, you're, you're not spitting profanities at the ball of your club because you just shanked it, and, you know, you're not, you're not, you know, getting slammoed on the golf course. You're, you're, you're worshiping God in every aspect of your life, mm. whether it be, golfing or driving or whatever so you could you you worship by um by giving worthy praise and i i tell you about like whenever you decide to do that and go into anything work play with that mindset it makes everything sweeter it makes everything Mm -hmm. easier it makes it fun almost and you can be doing stuff that you don't even want to do and when you're denying yourself and surrendering giving up to God, which is 
part of worship and praise, which is another part uh, we're going to get into, when you take the focus off of you, then it just makes things, it's God's design, and so when you're in wheel with God, it makes, it just makes things better. Mm. So one one of the like just crude definitions of worship is uh, reverent love and devotion uh, according to a deity, idol, or a sacred object. So it'd be reverent love and devotion. In our case, what we're talking about is to God directly and not a specific object. So reverent love and devo- and devotion. So. The part of the reason we're called the gathering, right? So, so that's we're a worship community. So, a community. What's a community? It's a body of people. So we gather. Mm-hmm. We come together to worship, to love God, mm-hmm. and when you do that, next week we'll get into. It just falls right into the second part of the mission statement. When you do that, and you then you and you're living Jesus, then it's just a natural progression almost. I don't want to get too far ahead of myself, and but that's part of the reason why there's the three, and not just loving God. Yes, yeah, the sim- it's the simple con. So at the end of the Matthew twenty-two, um, you know, thirty-seven through thirty-eight. I'm pretty sure it's this one. Correct me if I'm wrong, but Jesus said all the all the law and laws and the of the prophets hang on these two commandments, right? So, essentially, if you follow those two commands, you're going to follow all the other commands. And so, like what you're talking about, the progression of if you love God, then you're automatically going to live Jesus, and then you're automatically going to walk together with somebody. Like you're going to love you're going to love your community. Yeah. But that, but it's got to start with that first thing. Like you can't, you can't truly live Jesus if you don't love God, and you can't love people and walk together with people unless you love God. Amen. Yeah, uh, like I, it makes it it makes it more simple because you don't have to worry about all the check the checklist like what you're talking about, and I just got to focus on this one thing, and then it, it's all it's all just gonna like shake out. So that's part of the reason of being kind of intentionally broad or vague, if, if you want to call it that, is because Jesus said you can sum up all 613 laws into two. Mm-hmm. And if you just do those, then those are going, you, you won't have to worry about the rest. Right. Um, but going back to, so why is loving God the most important? Because it's the source. I'm about to say, and the I mean, and the opposite is a fair question. Why is uh, uh, what was I about to say? He's buffering. Opposite. What's the opposite of it? <laughs> uh, that color wheel spinning, man. <laughs> what is, What does it look like when we don't love God? Can we do all the other things? Mm. You might be able to fake it for a short period of time, right? But motivations eventually come out, right? Yeah. The reason I ask that question is I think sometimes it's easier. Um, sometimes it's easier to answer a question by seeing what the reverse 
has to offer first. Yeah. Um, so if loving God is that important, then not loving God has uh, equally great consequences. Right? Yeah. Um, so uh, that reason loving God is so important is because it, not just because it helps us be genuine and, you know, pure motivation if we can do that because we can't do it perfectly. Um, but the reason it's, it's as important as it is is because it's recognizing our creator, right? I mean, it's recognizing our source. It's recognizing, um, yeah, I mean, it, it is the most important thing because if it wasn't for God, you wouldn't be here anyway. Yeah. So that's a good starting place in, in, in answering that question, why is it important? Um, you said something about um, not realizing that there's a creator, right. right? So, if you don't, what if you don't recognize that, or what if you admit that and say, "I don't believe that"? It sucks. <laughs> I mean, quit. Because if someone is convinced of that, then um, there's You're not, there's other problems, right? So there's there's a root, right? Or there's a past experience norm, sometimes normally, right? But focusing on why why it's most important, obviously, because we all come from something, right? Right. Yeah. Nothing didn't come from nothing. Mm-hmm. Nobody's ever. Was been able to answer that question completely. Another part of that is if God is the source and he's holy and perfect and whole, then to get away from being broken, right, you're going to have to go to the source to be made whole, to be holy. Yes. Righteousness, all those things, right? Yeah. All right. So thinking in, in thinking about, what does worship mean and and how can worship be loving god and and why we even why that's even first we you know we, we've kind of talked about all that but jordan why is uh why does worship have to be first or why is it most important why or why is why, loving why is yes, loving god the yes, most important yes. um so i i think um and the bible speaks about because of God, because God first loved us, then and because of all the things that He's that He's done for us, um, specifically through Jesus being the sacrifice for our sins, because that's like the most ultimate thing that you could do for. Like Jesus said, the the most the biggest thing you could ever do for somebody is lay down your life for them, and so because of that then loving God is the most important. Like, if that's the most important thing you could do, and God did that, then our automatic response, number one, should be loving Him, you know? Like, like in a worldly sense, it'd be like, you know, if we're if we're walking down the road and I notice somebody's, you know, swerving to hit you and I push you out of the way and I save your life, like, I would think that you'd be like, man, I'm, I'm, I'm in your debt for the rest of my life. And and God, gave I will us, worship you from now on. 
God, well, not only that, <laughs> but God gave us children and parents as a kind of a representation because very first verse of in the beginning. So you had to start somewhere and you started because of your dad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so God is the beginning. But even beyond that, we're, we're only here because God, because, right. because of God. But God was so nice that he even gave us a, a, a physical representation of himself. Yeah. Yeah. We, we uh, talked about last Sunday in Hebrews that Jesus was the exact expression of, of God's being like it, on earth, the exact expression. I think that's kind of cool. Like that's a cool wording so that you can't, you can't misinterpret who Jesus was. Like Jesus was the exact, or you can't misinterpret who God was if you know Jesus because it's the exact expression. I think that's cool. But yeah, I think, I think the simple, at least for me, the simple reason, like why is loving God the most important thing in my life is because I understand enough of what he's done for me. And I don't think I'll, I don't think we'll ever be able to understand everything that he's done for us. But I understand enough to know that it's, it's, it, it, I don't want it to sound like it's I'm indebted to him, but I, because I am, but it's like, it's just, it's the only thing I know what to do. Like if somebody does something super nice for you, like the only proper response is to just be like, dude, I love you, man. Like, yeah. I think the, the coolest part about what you just said is like being able to see somebody, um, being able to see somebody grow into that recognition of all that God has done for them. And you see them progressively like, not only mature, but like they, they just change and you can, you can see that in a person's life as they realize how much God has done for them and you see their love for God grow. But it it just changes, it changes them as a person, like just in general. It's not like, it's not like all of a sudden they're just every day. They're like, man, I'm so thankful for what God has done. But all those, all those issues and, and life cycles that they've gone through that they just keep finding themselves in these you know, terrible situations like those things just, they get broke, broken free of like all that stuff. It's cool. So Jesus being God's one and only son Mm. and Hebrews speaking about Jesus being the author and perfecter of our faith, the champion, the, the forerunner, the pioneer who is in direct correlation with God is one with God, representation, the representation of God. God is holy and perfect. So the only way we can get back to what being whole, complete, looks like is by going to the source. Yeah. So that's why it's most important. And we do that Mm. through our worship. Yeah. So... The last, so in in just kind of summarizing this first point of loving God, how so how do we love God? We love God with our worship, and what is worship? You worship? almost said worship. Didn't I you? did. I had to catch <laughs> myself. Is is kind of the expression of your life? What what are you doing? Why are you doing it? Mm-hmm. And we another way is is we praise God, right? We offer up right. praise, thanksgiving. And so how do we do that? Same way, which is why we praise. You can praise God through singing. You can praise God through your giving of your time, 
talent, resources, money. You can praise God by praying to him, talking to him, and just telling him thank you. Um, and that's kind of how pray, praise and worship kind of go hand in hand. And that's a lot of times why people call it praise and worship. We're going to do some praise and worship music. Mm-hmm. Uh, but and, and it's funny, when you because of our human, sinful, idol-making factory of a heart, I even got hung up in when I was a more immature Christian. Mm-hmm. Because somebody got up there every time and said, we're going to worship, and then they would play three songs, it almost pre-programmed my brain, like, this is worship, singing three songs. Yep. Without even thinking about it, because you don't realize when you put titles and address things the same way over and over and over again subconsciously you're like brainwashing yourself to well this is praise and worship yeah and not praise and worship is my life not just singing three songs on sunday yeah and i catch myself you know uh whenever uh whenever i get the chance to lead worship i i catch myself because i say if y'all would please stand and worship with us and i'm like Okay, do I need to rephrase that? Hey, do you, uh, well, that's why there's stand and sing. And I think the the um, the bands even talk about this. There's intentionality in why we say th- do or don't say things because just because of that. If you're always saying worship with us, it's like yeah. you're you're saying we are yeah the, the embodiment of that, and that's not the case at all. Like you need to be pointing, you need to be giving glory to God. Yeah. Uh, so it's not a good representation. And so when you say less, uh, and I'll even catch myself when I get up there and say, thank y'all for providing music so we can worship yeah. instead of thank you for giving us some worship music or whatever. Like we're going to continue worshiping by praying. We're going to continue worshiping by reading God's word. And I like when you say that. Not, it's a separate thing. Yep. Because people, I didn't mean to, but I even got like in the early on, I was even like thinking I was just calling it that because that was all I'd heard. And then I realized it distracts me from remembering that worship is my life. Yeah. Yeah. The, um, in, in the old Testament part of their worship was offering sacrifices and, um, I think it's Romans talks about offering or offering yourself as a living sacrifice. Yeah. And so that would insinuate that your whole being is being offered as a living sacrifice. So that would, that would mean all of your actions, whether you're singing, whether you're playing golf, surfing, everything. And another way to phrase worship is like, what if you look at where you spend most of your time, not just physical, but like, in in your mind almost mm-hmm. um you'll notice what you worship what what you say you value does it line up with how you live your life um which goes back to you know where your treasure is your heart will be um what comes out is the expression of of what's inside so an accountability piece for, I think for all of us, because it's easy to talk about what to do and how to do it. Mm-hmm. But the hard part is, you know, 
well, how are you doing? How are you doing that? Do you, have you looked at your life lately and thought about how am I doing in this? Am I doing these? Things? How you doing? So that's a you know that's a question to ask yourself if you're listening to this. Mm-hmm. Uh, do I do those things? And if you don't like because I can sit there and and come to this realization I don't, and then it, you know sometimes it's made me feel like well I'm just I'm just a terrible person anyway. So what's the point of trying? Mm. Uh, and that is not the point at all. It's just if you realize there's something in your heart that shouldn't be there. If you realize there's something contaminating you, poisoning you, if you realize you've, you've put something above God, God is graceful and merciful enough that if you just confess that and turn away from it, repent, God will forgive you. And that is probably the most hardest part of all of this, uh, is getting to that point to let go of something. Because yeah. ultimately, we want to be in control. Yeah. When we when we're not doing that, when we're not putting our worth in the source and creator and perfecter of our faith, not only our faith, but the creator of the world, yeah. of the universe, of of everything, then one, we're not whole, but two trying to admit that is it's simple but it's not easy but if you have the courage and faith to step out and do it one time that's where it it builds and that faith turns into belief because I've seen this and I've experienced God and and that is part of the reason like I tell people all the time because it's just we're not special no, because we've no. been given a certain assignment and we have the title pastor. Right. Everybody's been given a, a purpose and an assignment, a mission. And what avenue you do it in might be different than others. But you're not going to know that until you offer up, you sacrifice yourself. Yep. So, if Nick, I, how you doing? If I had to answer honestly how I'm doing in... Loving God, I I miss the mark sometimes. I see him, and it's funny when we're as Christians. What do we say? Hey man, I'm struggling. Can you pray for me? <laughs> yeah, I'm struggling. Instead of saying, Hey man, I'm sinning. I'm in sin, right, and right. I need. I've got some unspokens. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Mm. Oh yeah, so when we're doing prayer requests, and you know, unspoken. That is that is not humbling yourself, right? And Jesus over and over and God over and over, humble yourself before the Lord and he will exalt you. He will lift you. Right. So if you want to be delivered, redeemed, brought out of whatever mess you're in, you have to let go of it and you have to humble yourself. So answering honestly, I'd say about 75%. And that's being generous to myself. Yeah. You know, yeah, honestly, I get, I get distracted often from there's days where like, or, or, or sometimes even service will, 
evoke my pride, meaning like if I've served people all day and I, I've been doing the Lord's work and I've been mm-hmm. helping people all day, I've been denying myself all day. So when I get home, I'm going to do what I want to do. I'm going to do one thing. And then that's where the devil creeps in and, and you get distracted and you realize you're not being intentional with your kids or your wife and, and there's just balance, right? Well, your worship, yeah. your worship became going home and doing your thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's you were, that's you were, what, you were doing the you were essentially doing a checklist so you could feel good about yourself for being selfish, instead of you know doing things out of uh, a responsive. I, that's I'm why I'm guilty of doing the same thing too. Yeah, that's why it's great to have a. That's why we are a worship community. It's great to yep. have a body of people that you do life with, live life with, that know you, that will love you enough to ask you hey nick how are you doing in your worship so something that's convicting of me is i don't ask that a lot and people don't ask me that a lot right yeah i i think for me uh you know if somewhere someone or if i ask myself how i'm doing uh you know i would say i let worry get in front of my worship and uh might not be able to see it, but you know, my mind is always, is always going and it's, uh, uh, every aspect of my day is not, um, is not given to God. And that's cause I, I allow that worry to get in front of my worship rather than just giving it to God and trusting him with that. And I fail at that. I wouldn't say all the time, but, uh, uh, probably about 50%. And that is humbling saying yeah. that i i feel it now and just being honest with myself and honest with you guys and and it's so, so dumb like yeah when i don't stop and pray mm-hmm. when i don't stop and seek first god mm. i normally make an ass of myself yeah i did like me and chrissy had an argument at twelve thirty. i woke her up to have an argument you ever done that <laughs> You don't never, yeah. You don't never know when you're going to argue. Like it's it's just like a 24 hour open 365. Like arguments can, and I had no intention of arguing. It was just she got home late. We hadn't talked. I woke up because I got hot, and I was like, I have no idea what what I'm doing tomorrow. And then instead of like praying about it and stopping and thinking, like I just woke Chrissy up, and I was like, who's who's watching Henry? <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, I told you about this. And I was like, if she told me Monday, psh, gone. So then I blamed it on her. And then we're arguing. And I'm like, I don't even. <laughs> so now, I, you know, I'm, I'm asking Christy to forgive I me. Say, and... I can't say I've ever. I probably have. You ever woke up to have an argument? That's wild, ain't it? Really? I have to say, I don't think I've ever done that. But. It wasn't my Sorry, intention. I, I'm just saying. I do it enough throughout the day, though. If you're not, yeah. If you don't have your heart checked and humbled yourself, right? And yeah. so you saying that reminded me, like, you have to cast your cares on God, yeah, because He cares for you. And if you're not, it's a. That's why loving God is an active thing. It never ends because as soon as you stop, you're going back. Mm-hmm. reverting to Nick that old man creeps in <laughs> Kyle's referencing scripture if you don't know it or not it's not that necessarily I'm old 
<laughs> old man, new man. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I'm in the same boat. I don't know if I could nail down what it is, but, um, I mean, just worry, busyness, you know, all those things, all the things that are, uh, that are contrary, you know, pride, just every area that could come up, comes up for probably everybody in varying degrees, but it's a matter of not just burying it. Cause I think that's, that's the, and the opposite of what we're supposed to do. I think we're supposed to, uh, shed light on it, bring it forth. You know, that's why it says in James, you know, con- confess your sins one to another. Mm-hmm. Um, the prayer of a righteous person is powerful. Right. Well, you have to do that to get righteous. Right. So exactly. if you avert that, and maybe I can pray my way out of this one. Dear Lord, I've been praying real hard, and God knows, <laughs> right, man. Right. Come on. <laughs> right. <laughs> Give me something. <laughs> right. Lord. But I don't do it, man. I mean, you got to, that's why. So that leads us into the next step, like the living Jesus and the walking, excuse me, the walking together part, right? Because you can't confess your sins one to another by yourself. Mm. Cool. I, I like how God did that because we sure didn't. I don't no. think, we, think we meant to get. Right. I don't know if we had a plan to get exactly here. Right. So thank you, God. Uh, anybody got anything else? I don't. I'm good. I'm hungry, dude. Me too. All right. Time to, time to worship by um, giving praise for food to put in my belly. Amen. All right, guys. I think that's it. Um, you ready? Yeah, um, but since we had a power outage, my button is not working right now. So oh. I'll add in the music later. Cool. Oh. Um, this has been the Walking Together podcast. Thank you for listening. Uh, if you like this podcast, uh, please give us a like on wh- wh- whatever you listen to, Spotify, Apple, Google. Um, please, what if you don't like it? If you don't like it. Um, Still leave can, us a five-star review. You can leave us a five star review and tell us how bad we were, but um, we we still we just want five stars. Five, yes, please. You were five stars. No, I, to be honest, <laughs> when when you give a, it just makes it more accessible and helps more people to see it. If you found that this was helpful, uh, please share it, uh, subscribe to it because we're we're coming out with uh, new episodes every other week, um, and you can. Find us in this podcast. If you go to gatheringsurfcity.com slash podcast, um, if you have any questions, we'd love we'd love for you to ask any questions about anything we've talked about today on previous podcasts or just questions in general. Maybe it's, it's something you heard in a sermon on Sunday and uh, or maybe it's something you're going through in your life, whatever the case may be. You can send those questions to podcast at gatheringsurfcity.com. And all the info, all this info will be in the episode notes or the description, depending on which uh, platform you're listening on. But uh, thank y'all for listening, and uh, we love you. Later. Woo!